Deutsche Welle. Learning by ear. Listen up. Shape your future. Hey everyone. Hey Alphonse. Hello Philomen. Today in our Learning by Ear program on civil society, we are talking about the satirical press. The satirical press? Well, I've never heard of it. <laughs> well, maybe you don't know what it means, but you must have seen satirical newspapers before. Really? Well, maybe. It's a form of press which mixes humor with social or political criticism. Oh, like caricature for example. Exactly. Caricature is one aspect of it. Cool, I love it. Good. So let's open our ears wide and we are off to Senegal. This is my material, my blank sheet of paper, my markers, grey crayons, my mechanical pencils, a felt tip for fine lines. I'm scared of the blank sheet of paper because I have to attain something presentable, something that's pleasant to read and also comprehensible. Caricature is a whole. You need the drawing and that drawing has to transmit information and on top of that you need a little touch of humor so the reader can mock or smile derisively. When all that comes together, it means it's a success. Omar Diakite is a cartoonist for the Senegalese daily, Le Quotidien. His job consists of making people laugh with his drawings whilst transmitting a message, a piece of information. It takes me about an hour to do the drawing itself but much longer to come up with the idea. You have to figure out in your head how it will all come together. Once I've drawn it in my head, I put it on the table, so to speak. Over time, Omar Diakite has developed his own style. His drawings shed light on current affairs or important issues in contemporary Senegalese society. He uses humor to denounce the absurdities and injustices that he observes around him. I've got the whole press at my disposal, and I'm lucky enough to have the internet. So I go to Senegalese sites and international ones to see what's going on in the world. The satirical press has become a constituent element of the Senegalese media landscape. Many readers have become accustomed to getting their information from critical or satirical newspapers. Omar Diara, for example. I think that the satirical press is particular because it has a different take on society compared to what you usually see in the mainstream press. The interest in satire is not new in Senegal. Senegal was the first francophone country in Africa to liberalize its political landscape after the wave of independences in the 1960s. From the mid-1970s, Leopold Sedar Senghor, Senegal's first president, allowed critical voices in the country to express themselves reasonably openly. Le politicien, which means the politician, first saw the light of day in 1977. Founded by the journalist Mameles Dia, it was Senegal's first satirical newspaper, the journalist Sorodio recalls. His chosen satirical method was to depict political figures as animals. The former president, Abdou Diouf, was a giraffe. His follower, Abdoulaye Wade, was a jumbo, a hare. 
The giraffe was characterized by its length, the hair by its mischievousness, its slyness in the Senegalese society. And that's how Mamelestia was able to transmit certain messages without crossing the censor. The newspaper Le Politicien filled a gap in the Senegalese media landscape. And soon it attracted imitators. So Radio runs the political desk at the Lake Quotidien newspaper. I would borrow the French philosopher Voltaire's definition of satire as being a way of punishing customs by laughter. It's essential in our societies with respect to delicate questions that the traditional press cannot approach in such a raw manner as it might approach certain current affairs. The subjects which are more or less sensitive in terms of morality, customs, and bans in our societies. It's possible to use the satire so information can be transmitted, satire and laughter. The cartoonist Omar Diakite says most famous people in Senegal accept criticism with good humor. They quite like being caricatured. If there's a drawing about them, they think it means that they are important. <laughs> so they like it because it means they count in the system. Personally, I can picture myself being depicted as a lion. <laughs> Alphonse, generally, it's the cartoonist who decides what animal he wants to depict you as. And not everybody has the same sense of humor. Sometimes jokes are offensive, hurtful, even unintentionally. Listen to what Omar Diakite says. Yes, there's also a limit. As you know, the freedom of one ends where that of the other begins. It's also true that there's freedom of speech. A drawing has to go a long way, further than journalists go in their articles. But there are some things that can't be touched. Humor allows certain taboos to be transgressed, but religion remains the taboo of all taboos, as Sorodio explains. Our society is very sensitive when it comes to religion. In Senegal, we're facing a brand of Islam which is divided into brotherhoods. It's really sensitive because what we call the Talibis, the disciples, who are absolutely devoted to the authority of the Marabouts, are people who have no hesitation about attacking journalists. that the satirical press was just to make people laugh. Well, not only. Often humor and irony transmit serious messages. Hmm. What's irony? It's when we say the opposite of what we want the other person to understand. For example, we make so many compliments that we end up ridiculing the person we are complimenting. Ah, as if, uh, as if I were to say something like, uh, my wonderful big sister, whom I love so much and who will always be my role model all my life because she's so perfect in every way. Yep, something like that, even if your example isn't very funny. Oh, what's up, Phil? Have you lost your sense of humor? <laughs> well... You're right, Alphonse. But you see how you have to be careful because even if you're joking, people might take it the wrong way. Okay. But tell me more about the satirical press in Africa. 
Often the satirical newspapers publish humorous drawings, caricatures, funny articles, cartoons, and also information. Ah, but it will seem that some newspapers also use humor as a pretext for provocation. They make fun of people bordering on pornography or ending up abusing people verbally. It's all a question of balance, Alphonse. Satire is a very demanding genre. It's true that not all journalists can write something profound or criticize society with a light tone. Oh, at the beginning of the program, we talked about a newspaper which talked indirectly about politicians by telling stories about animals. <laughs> yeah, and this helps journalists make fun of situations, of people in power, of opposition members, of stars, or other famous members of society. Satirical newspapers do this to their heart's content. Hmm. I'm not sure that satirical journalists would like to be made fun of in the same way. <laughs> I wouldn't be so sure either. But often they make fun of themselves. It's called self-irony. Clever. If you criticize yourself, it's easier to criticize others. Exactly. It creates a strong affectionate link with the reader. Satirical newspapers often use language which can be understood by everyone on the street. Others mix official language with local dialects or even slang. So their language is more alive, more acerbic, more understandable than the language journalists use in mainstream newspapers. Well, the next time my teacher tells me off for my language, I'll tell him I'm using slang and practicing to become a satirical journalist. <laughs> Alphonse! <laughs> You've just heard a learning by ear program on the subject of civil society and political commitment. To listen to the program again or to send us your feedback, go to www.dw-world.de slash lbe. Thanks for listening and don't forget to tune in again next time.